0: The focus of the next three Mishnayas is when one performs Kiddushin with a condition attached. And there are two main ways in which one can make a uh, condition. One is by using the word im, if, so you would say I'm performing Kiddushin with you, if I will do such and such. And then only if he does that will the condition be, will the kiddushin be valid. And in that case we generally assume that the condition is only valid and only takes effect once the condition is fulfilled already. Unless he specifies otherwise. However, there is another way one can make a condition, and that is using the words almanas, which is translated to mean on condition. But these words indicate that he wants the condition to be valid already from now, on condition that something happens, but that the condition should take effect already now, if indeed the condition will be fulfilled, so the Mishnah says, who says to a woman, Hay you should be mekudeshes to me Almanas, on condition that I will give you two hundred zuz. says the Mishnah, "She is She is mekudeshes already from now, and later on he will give the money. Meaning, it doesn't be that he doesn't have to fulfill the condition if he doesn't want to allow the condition to take effect." Then he doesn't need to fulfil the condition and give her two hundred zuz. The point what the mission is telling us is that the kiddushin takes effect immediately, as long as he will in at a late date give her two hundred zuz. Now it's important to note that the two hundred zuz is only part of the condition. It's not he's not performing the kiddushin with the two hundred zuz. He's performing kiddushin right now by giving her a coin or something worth a The two hundred zuz is just a condition. That's not actually the kiddushin itself. All right, continues the mission. Now, what happens if he says, "I'm performing Kedushin with you"? On condition that I will give you the two hundred zuz within the next thirty days. So then, not an obstacle. If he gave her the 200 zuz within 30 days, then Mukudeshes, the Kiddushin, is valid. Vem but if not, then any Mukudeshes, she will not be Mukudeshes because the condition was not fulfilled, and therefore the Kiddushin is invalid. The point of the Mishnah is that I might have thought that he wasn't actually particular on the condition being fulfilled in a short amount of time, within exactly 30 days. He just wanted to speed up the process. He wanted her to think that he was going to do it quickly, but he wasn't actually particular about this deadline. So the Mishnah's telling us, no, at the end of the day, that was the condition made, that is what he stated. If he thought otherwise, it doesn't make a difference because the thing that he stated suggests that the condition must be fil- fulfilled within 30 days. Alright, next scenario. If he if the condition is I'm ask Yeshli zuz on condition that I have 200 zuz. So that I own two hundred zuz. a For he's only shall only be Mukudeshes if he has two hundred zuz. And that means that we require two witnesses to testify that he owns two hundred zuz. If we can't find out whether he owns 200 Zuz or not, then she will be Mkodeshes out of doubt. Alright, next scenario. If he says the condition, on condition that I will show you 200 Zuz. So that's suggesting that not only it won't be enough that I bring witnesses who will testify that I own 200 Zuz, but you yourself will see it. Says the Mishnah, she's Mkodeshes from now, as long as he will show her the 200 Zuz. In hera shulchan, what happens if he showed her 200 zuz on the table? Meaning, let's say he's a money, cha- a money changer, so he has a table full of money, but none of the money is actually his. But he shows her 200 zuz on the table. And that, that was the condition, that I'll show you 200 zuz, so now he's showing her 200 zuz and more. The condition is invalid because it's clear that the intention of the condition is that we're talking about 200 Zuz which belongs to him. The point was, though, that he's not going to bring witnesses. He's going to show her herself the 200 Zuz. But, of course, the implication of what he said is that it belongs to him, and therefore it certainly won't be enough to show her 200 tzuz belonging to other people. Mishnah Gimel, on a similar note, if somebody does kiddushin, on condition that I own a base kur of ground of land, that's a relatively large area, and Mishnah says, She's mkudeshes as long as he owns a base kur of land, of earth, ready to plant. Offar implies earth, where they would plant things. And once again, in this case, if he can't bring witnesses to testify that he indeed has um, this amount of land, then she'll be Mukhadeshis out of doubt. Even though it's over here, it's harder to hide this. If we're talking about money, so you can hide the money. If it's land, you can't hide land. So I might have thought that if he doesn't bring witnesses, that means that he hasn't got witnesses. So the minister says, no, even in this case, if he does not bring witnesses, then she would be Mukhadeshis out of doubt. And what happens if he says, I'm a Nashe be on condition that I have this amount of land in a particular place? So, if he has the land in that particular place, then mukudeshes. she is mukudeshes. the Kedushin is valid. But if not, she is not mukudeshes. And even if the logic behind this um, condition that it's in a particular place is that she wants to know that it's near to where they live, for example. So, I might have thought that if the husband is willing to bring all of the produce from the land which is further away, then that should be as good as if the field itself was here. So the mission is coming to tell us that no, that is not good enough, because at the end of the day, the condition which was stated was that it needs to be actually situated in that location. All right, next scenario. On condition that I will show you a base color of Earth, she is from now, as long as he will show her A base car of offer belonging to him, Vimhera Babiko. But if again he showed her a base car of land in a valley in some random place which doesn't belong to him, then in Mukadeshes, she will not be Mukadeshes because it's clear that the intention was that the land belongs to him. Mr. Dalad, many of the laws which concern making a condition are learnt from a particular condition made in the Torah when two and a half of the tribes, or at least two tribes, asked Moshe Rabbeinu if instead of inheriting land in Eretz Israel itself, they would live on Avah Yaradan on the other side of the Yaradan River where it was possibly a better quality area for their animals to graze, and this was the tribe of God, Andrew Uvein, and Mishra Benu allowed them to do so, but he made a condition with them, and the Torah writes out that what that condition was. The condition was that they help the Jewish people to fight, and in fact, they help the most. They go at the front of the battlefield to help the rest of the Jewish people to conquer Eretz Israel. If they'll do that, then they will inherit the land on Avah But Moshe Rabin didn't stop there. He continued and said, And if you don't help the rest of the Jewish people to conquer Eretz Israel, then you will inherit land in Eretz Israel itself, just like everybody else. But you won't be able to get what you wanted in Ever And we learn from here, according to the first opinion in the Mishnah, that says, Kol kit'nai b'nei God v'nei Any condition which is not like the condition of the members of the tribes of the Shemotim, of God and Ruvain, Enoi Tanai is not considered to be a valid condition. Meaning, when you make a condition, for example, in the previous mishnayos, let's say an example of, I make, I'm performing kedushin with you, on condition that I have 200 Zuz. According to Mayo, you would also need to add that the Kiddushin should not be valid if I don't have 200 Zuz. And if you don't add that last part, then the entire condition is as if it wasn't made. Which means that the Kiddushin would be fully valid. We don't say it's as if you didn't perform Kiddushin. You performed Kiddushin. We just say that the condition which you added in order to limit the Kiddushin, that part is invalid and therefore the Kiddushin would be a full Kiddushin which would take effect immediately as soon as it is performed. Shanema, as the Posuk says, el and Mesha said to them, God of if the members of God and Reuven will pass, talking about them passing in front of the rest of the people to fight in the war, and later on it is written, Vim lo and if they don't pass um armed and ready to fight, then they'll only receive land there at Israel and not a neighbor Yaridane. And we learn from there, just like over there, the condition was doubled up so too every condition which is made. Rechanan ben Gamliel, says that so there is no proof from that Pasuk. Because specifically over there, Moshe Rabbeinu did have to explain what would happen if they wouldn't fight. Because in the matter needed to be stated, because were it not to be stated, it could have been implied, that if they don't end up fighting and fulfilling the condition, they won't even inherit part of Eretz Kanaan, the actual Eretz Yisrael perhaps when they asked to receive an area outside of Eretz Yisrael, they lost any right to receive something inside of Eretz Yisrael. So had Moshe Rabbeinu only said, if you help the rest of the Jewish people fight, then you'll receive land in Eretz Yisrael, I might have thought that if they wouldn't fulfill the condition, then they wouldn't inherit any land at all. And therefore, specifically in that case, Moshe Rabbeinu had to say, no, if you don't fight, you'll receive land in Eretz Yisrael. But that is no proof that in every condition where it's clear what the other side is, that you need to repeat it again. And so according to Re-Khanan and Gamliel, in the case of Kiddushin for example, all you would need to say is I'm performing Kiddushin on condition that I will give you two hundred zuz. You wouldn't need to add and if I don't give you two hundred zuz then it will be invalid. All right, Mishnah, hey, we've seen a few Mishnahites already in this pattern, in this Mesechta, where the Kiddushan would be a mekakhtoos, a acquisition based on misinformation. If one of the people involved didn't know an important piece of information, then the Kiddushin would be invalid. This Mishnah says that it's not so simple that we always say that, because I'm kind of, the of Omar, one who performs Kiddushan on a woman, and he says, <laughs> I thought at the time that I performed Kiddushan with her that she was a, a female Koyen. She came from a family of koyanim, variel Vir. But I actually just found out that she's a member of a family of Leviim. Or Levia, I thought she was a Levia, but it, it emerges that she's actually a Kehenes. Ania, I thought that she was poor, Vaharehi Ashira. She's actually wealthy. Ashira, I thought that she was wealthy, Vaharehi Ania. But really, she is poor. Says the Mishnah Hariz the Kiddushin is valid. She is Makudeshas from Neshulahit Atu, because she didn't cause him to make that mistake. In the previous Mishnayas, the man made a condition. He said, I'm performing Kiddushin as long as you are a Koheness. So there, if she's not a Koheness, it will be invalid. Over here, he didn't say anything. So in terms of what he did, he just said, I'm I'm, I'm performing Kiddushin with you. From the actions and everything that he said, it implies that he wants to perform Kiddushin with her, regardless of whether she is a Koheness or a Leviar. Only because of what he thought in his mind. It could be telling the truth, but he only thought it. And there's a very important rule that varim should believe a the varim. Things which somebody thinks while he is performing a legal action, if he doesn't state it out explicitly, then it's totally irrelevant. And we go with what he performed and what he said. That which he thought in his own mind has no bearing on the legal effect and consequence which is caused by what he is doing. All right, next half of the Mishnah. Ha'oymey One who says to a woman, You are mukudses to me, I'm performing kedushin with you. For after I convert, meaning right now he is not Jewish. And he says that after I become Jewish, I'm performing kedushin now so that it takes effect then. Or after you convert to become Jewish, and right now she is not yet Jewish. Or if he is a non-Jewish slave, and he says after I become a free man, when a non-Jewish slave becomes free, he becomes Jewish as well. Or if she was a non-Jewish slave, and he said I'm performing kedushin for after you become a free woman and Jewish. Or if somebody says to a woman who's already married, I'm performing kedushin with you now, such that it take effect after your current husband dies. Or if he says to his wife's sister, I'm performing Kedushin for after your sister, i.e. my wife, dies. As long as his wife's still alive, it's forbidden for him to marry her sister. But he says that once she dies, then will the Kedushin will take effect. Or if there is a Shemeres Yovom, a Shemeres Yovom is a woman whose husband has died without children, and there is a mitzvah for her to marry the dead man's brother... Or if she doesn't want to, then she has to go through some process in Beistin known as Khalitza, which is a sort of divorce. It's what allows her to marry somebody else. But before she's just received Khalitza and gone through that process in Eretz- in Beistin, she is forbidden to marry anybody else. And at least according to our Mishnah, if somebody were to perform Kedushin on a Shemaris Yovam it would be invalid. Not only is it forbidden but also it would, the Kedushin would be invalid entirely. So in all these cases, since in this current moment, they are not able to perform Kedushin at all together, so one is not able to perform a delayed Kedushin, if right now he's not able to perform a Kedushin for it to take effect now. And therefore, in a she would not be Mekodesh, and the Kedushin would be invalid. On a similar note if the Chinat Melech is similar to the one who says to his friend, if your wife gives birth to a girl well, Harehe Mukudeshesli, then that girl should become Mukudeshes to me. And he gives the kedushin money or item to the father... The father is able to receive Kedushan on behalf of his daughter. The problem is, the daughter no longer exists. She's no longer alive. So it's impossible to perform Kedushan in a She would not be Mokodeshes even once she is born. However, if his friend's wife was pregnant, and her fetus was clearly recognizable. So now we consider it as if the woman, the, the girl who's going to be born, already does exist. And because of that, of Kayamim, his words are valid and do stand and if she gives birth to a girl, then indeed the Kiddushin would be valid. The girl sort of exists enough for us to consider the Kiddushin that they are being done on something which already does exist and therefore the Kiddushin would indeed be valid.